Yeah, one C. Okay. Because bubble letters. Because bubble letters. <laughs> That's why it's one C. My name is Brittany with two T's. Oh. Uh, bubble letters, we knocked that T out a long time ago. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Fucking Fine. I'll see you soon. The podcast all things millennial millennial anxiety. I've had a very stressful day. First of all, I'm going to be 28 years old this cap season and I just had an interview for an unpaid internship. So that's that's number one. It's actually a really cool fucking position, so I'm not going to bitch about it. But like, God damn it. I never saw, I thought, when I was a kid, I always thought, like, I would get married at 25 and had ki- have kids by 27, but um, now I don't even think I want kids, so I'm just going to take an unpaid internship if they offer it. Also, I've been on the fucking phone all day with these fucking agencies. Call back to Greg's episode, like, it never ends and nothing ever pans out, so, like, why do I bother? Actually, it did once. Last December, I did have a month-long contract position, but, like, what the fuck? Why do I waste my time? Hashtag waste my time 2019. Like, ugh. They call incessantly and, like, just send it in an email. Like, I can answer these yes or no questions or, like, tell you the last four of my SSN in a fucking email. Come on. Ugh. So, anywho, congrats. Retrograde is over. (laughs) I'm sorry, I sound so miserable. Whatever, you don't have to listen to me be miserable for much longer. I just want to say as we approach Thanksgiving, it is like one of my favorite holidays um, because I'm like a fat girl at heart. But real privilege is um, being this white girl that can talk about shit that's scary on a podcast every week. And I am super blessed for you listeners and the guests and all the fucking support. And I'm just I'm thankful. So I'm going to express more gratitude into the universe and hopefully the secret will employ itself. And like maybe I don't fucking know something good will happen. Good things happen to me all the time. I just am very what a day. Anyhow, I wanted to fucking fact check myself. This isn't really much of a fact check, but on last week's episode with Melanie, um, we talked about the term gender wiggly, and I need to give credit to uh, Emma Willman. She is on the Inside the Closet podcast, and she does a lot of other comedy work, but she's fucking... fantastic phenomenal her and Mateo Lane host this podcast they're hysterical um if anybody can get in touch with them and forward this on to them so they can listen like guys I love you promote my podcast but I'm a fellow queer hi okay next fucking fact check this is preemptive because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but Melanie I am so sorry I'm assuming you're listening to this don't hate me because <laughs> Britt and I called you Mel like the whole time and I'm very sorry but we used Mel Greenberg in full so <laughs> sticking to my guns here 
I'm super excited. The first episode, it's a very short little clip of Meals NSFW is out. Check it out on cynicalcandor.com or at cynicalcandor on Twitter. I've tweeted it. It's on YouTube under, I guess, I forget what my YouTube channel is called. It's, it just search Meals with a Z NSFW. But I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you probably have already seen it. I don't know your fucking life. Our guest this week is um, probably, and I should have told her this in person, so it makes me sound less creepy, but, like, my uh, my OG inspiration to not be afraid to get a tattoo, because she was always, like, tatted up super cool um, when we were, when we first met. Um, we <laughs> I knew her when I was, like, a child, and then we reconnected via Instagram, which is uh, one way in which I am grateful to social media. It's connected me with a lot of you fucking cool-ass people again, so it's not all negative here, folks. And yeah, so Britt Rollins is our guest, and I just want to apologize before the episode starts that in the beginning of the episode, a heater kicks on and I had to turn it off. So if you hear like a mild humming, sorry, it goes away in like 10 seconds. Um, also I'm so sorry about the damn dog. Like she's normally not that obnoxious, but I locked her away. So like, whatever, it's comedic effect. I don't care if you don't fucking like it. That's your problem. Not mine. I like it. Okay. Here's Britt Rollins. (laughs) So yeah, I I hit up Reds and I was like, yo, your girl's coming on the podcast. You have to come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? Is she going to talk about being a psychic? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, wait, wait, are you a psychic? <laughs> no. She always makes fun of me because of like the uh, astrology stuff. Because I'm like recently getting really into it. Yeah, now. which I'm excited to talk about with you. Yeah. You're cute, actually. I can, I can get down with a small dog. She's so chill. Yeah. She reminds me, I don't know if this is good right now. I'm a cat person, so I like small dogs. I figured you were with yeah. your stories and stuff. You have two? Two cats. Yes. John has two cats. They're, they don't care about me. I think it's so funny that you lived with Jake and Roxanne. Did yeah. So, um, did you have the cats there? So, we had my older cat um, there, who's like a total schizo, and she like only would live in our bedroom. Okay. Yeah, but they all they have two cats and a dog. Right. So yeah, they were living together for a while. But my cat doesn't. She doesn't. Not that she doesn't like dogs. She's very afraid of dogs. Mm-hmm. So once they got their puppy, she kind of just stayed in the bedroom. Got you. Can you leave her alone, please? You can push her off. Yeah, she's Stella. I like your name. You're cute. I know so many dogs that are Stella. Stella. It's a good name. It's it good is. Name. It's a good human name. It's a good dog. Um. Okay. So who are you? Tell us. Um, I'm Britt. I'm 31 years old. And this is the part I kind You're of... You're my oldest guest. I actually thought about that. I was like, I think I'm going to be the oldest. I'm 31. Close. Um, oh, no. Because you want me now that I've been petting you. Yeah. Shit. Foul moose. <laughs> here, go get your squirrel. Um, thank you for Nothing coming here to where I'm dog sitting. Oh, yeah, of course. Another podcast. Very another. comfortable. All right, dude. Am I going to lock you in the bedroom, or are you going to be okay? You're always so chill. I'm just not going to pet anymore. Look. Um, so I'm Britt. I'm 31 years old. Yes. yes. My oldest guest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. Um, I'm like almost 28, so it's really not that big of a it's difference. A, and you know what's funny? A lot of my friends are younger than me. Like, Melissa's younger than me. Mel's younger than me. Yeah. They're two of my like closest friends. Um 
Yeah, I don't know. I actually was when I know you asked this every time, and I'm like, how? Like, who am I? And I was like, uh, I'm vegan. You're vegan. Yeah, and it's funny because people tell me that I'm vegan. I tend to forget. They're like, oh, you're going to talk about veganism, and I was like, I didn't even think of that. I did see. I did see your post the other day. Yeah. Um, but you don't seem to be like. No, I'm not. I'm not. I try not to be like a pretentious, like stereotypical vegan. Yeah. Um, but literally everyone I told that I was coming on the podcast said, are you going to talk about veganism? And I was like, actually, I didn't plan on it, no. Well, please, let's yeah. talk about it, because I am not. But I could get down with it. I just um, really, really like chicken. Yeah. So. so my, actually, so my biggest thing is, like, I love the idea of people just reducing their consumption mm-hmm. and, like, being sustainable. Yeah. That's, like, my biggest thing. Like, even John. John's not vegan. We've been together for six years. Right. And he's not vegan. Um, but he eats Boca burgers every day. And so then, do you cook dinner for like the two of mm-hmm. you? He eats a vegan dinner. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you won't, do you like, are you like not going to touch me? Like, are you so like, I refuse to cook it and okay. I don't purchase it. If he goes to Burger King and like has a burger, that's like whatever it's his, his right. thing, his prerogative. Um, but I do all the cooking and I do the grocery shopping. So, I mean, I buy him like regular snacks. Yeah. Like actually, okay. So I'm lying. I do buy him like Tostinos with pepperoni in them. Okay. <laughs> but... But you're not like touching packages no, of no, meat no, no, in no. that regard. It's mm-hmm. like bagged and boxed, and yeah. then like one time he asked me for hot dogs and I forgot where they were in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> I was like, I can't find the fucking hot dogs. Hot dogs are gross. Anyway, when um, we worked at Annie Ann's, we would always joke like you're real, and I don't know if there was like a study done on this or mm-hmm. like what the situation was, but like you're really only supposed to have like one hot dog a year. Holy shit! Terrible, like yeah. the nitrates and stuff. I guess, that but. Makes sense. Um, but you know what, I, I, and I don't really know what I'm talking about here, but there isn't like cattle farming super fucking bad for the environment. environment. Yeah. Yeah. So it is really bad. Um, a lot of like deforestation is to make more space for more cattle farming. That's crazy. Yeah. All of like, I want to say some, I don't know the statistic, but there's some crazy statistic that almost all the soy plants, like grown in the u.s or just to feed cows when like wow. humans could just eat, eat the, the soy. soy yeah is soy high yeah. in protein yeah yeah that's what they make tofu and shit out of oh mm-hmm. and they just feed it to cows interesting it is it's weird right it's it's really just it's just like a sustainability thing yeah that's crazy yeah i'm definitely my dad like because exclu- i live with him he like exclusively eats meat pretty much like he he can like grill a steak and not make any vegetables to go with it and it's i'm like how like that this is why you're not very <laughs> like in shape yeah. or healthy but it's also like a generational thing the I'm way you sure. were raised has a lot to do with it like because what you know don't really drink milk anymore leave her alone please I'm stella i'm ignoring come here um, anywho, yeah. that's your, what's your sign? Oh, I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus. Yes. I'm a boring Taurus. No, they're not boring at all. One time a friend got like a Tinder message and he was like, what's your sign? I hope it's not Taurus. They're boring. So now I oh always think God. about it. Yeah. I don't think Taurus are boring at all. I think Capricorn are more boring than Taurus. We actually get along quite we well. We do. Yeah. I was excited for that. We do get along well. Um, but I, my, so my mom's husband's a Taurus. Okay. And there's like, you know, we'll get into the whole therapy mm-hmm. thing there. But like, there's weird, like, um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. My good friend, um, Brightly, her, she brought a friend from D.C. that is also a Taurus. 
to our trip to New Orleans. So it was like our first time like mm-hmm. ever meeting and we were all like staying in the same like block in the hotel okay. area. And so, you know, not know this is basically like a stranger and you're like forced to become best friends with them because they're best friends with your best friends. Mm-hmm. So like um, we got into like a lot of, not me so much, her and one of my Virgo friends got into like a lot of heated discussions. Mm-hmm. I won't call them arguments, <laughs> but just very much. Debates. Yes. And I felt to be the, the mediator in it. Um, but I think Tauruses are very like. Similarly intense to Capricorn, like yes. in comparison to Capricorns, but I don't feel that I would put in the effort that you guys do to make a point. Yeah. So like once my feet are stuck in something, I'm not moving yeah. on that. Yeah. Big time. Do, are you I'm like... super stubborn. I don't like Harry Potter specifically because I'm stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I always fall back to that. Harry I'm Potter. like... I know everybody does, and I'm like, oh, it's probably great, but I said I didn't like it, so I don't like yeah. it, and that's where I am. And you were probably a little older when that all, like, super boomed. Like, I feel like I was in, like, fifth grade, yeah, so I think it we're was like, more magical to me. Towards the, it was probably towards the end of middle school. I mean, I have close friends who like it, but I think you're right, yeah. It's probably, like, a year or two below me that people were super into it. Um, so do you feel like, uh, Red's told me you need to read my chart, but I already know my chart. <laughs> yeah. Of course she fucking did. <laughs> I love her. She's so funny. Um, what is your your moon and your rising? So my moon is a Cancer. Oh. So I do I I do tend to be very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm a crybaby. Um, and then my rising is Scorpio, which I don't oh. see for me, but apparently people do see that as the way I present. Very Scorpio esque. I can see it. Yeah. I don't really know you too too mm-hmm. super well. So how do we know each other? Camping and Falls. Yeah. So I was actually wondering, was John your counselor at one point or am I? Because John was a counselor. And N- no. Okay. Reds was. Okay. Reds was. Then that, that and then Kate, Kate was with her, I think. Okay. Her name was Kate. I can picture what she looks like. I, I hope her name is Kate. So I was always in arts and crafts. You were always in arts and crafts. You used Mm -hmm. to scare the fucking shit out of me. I mean, I feel like that's the general consensus, (laughs) and I'm wondering if that's the Scorpio. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Like, that very, like... Yeah. I always liked you, but Mm -hmm. was so fucking scared of you. I don't know why that is. I don't know why I come off scared. That's really funny, because that's exactly what fucking Mel said about me. You were such a bitch. But I feel like I don't think I... How did you get out? No more. <laughs> fucking um, how did you and Mel meet? Mel Greenberg. Yeah. Um, Instagram. Well, she we knew each other from camp. Right. Um, but really, Instagram. We like realized we had like a mutual appreciation for each other, like big time. <laughs> I love that on statement. Instagram. <laughs> and uh, she forced me to hang out with her and we've been like super close ever since. That's why I love, hate social media because like it can really fucking suck and do like super damage to your psyche. Yeah. I think it was during the election too. That's like when we realized that we were like pretty compatible as a friendship. Um, so do you have anything else to say about yourself as a Taurus? When, when did you start getting into this? Um, so I, I think I've always been kind of into it. Like, I've always read my horoscope. When I was little, I remember having books about the planets and stuff. Yeah. And not so much the science part of just being, like, always fascinated with the stars in the sky. Yeah. 
Um, but recently I've gotten really into it. I think it's probably partially social, social media. It's because definitely like a culturally popular thing mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I, th- I just find it to be like super, not accurate, but like, it's almost like religion to me. Okay. Yeah, no, I can like see a, that. Like a good guiding force and you have free will within it, but yeah. It's, it tell, it's, I feel like it's telling. Like if you like are wondering something about someone and then you go and you like read about their sign, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I know. Maybe that's why they do that. Yeah. My mom constantly asks me about stuff like that. She's like, I know this Aries. Why are they doing that? I'm like, mom, let me, I need to know their moon. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need to know a little bit more. <laughs> Um, so what you doing? What, what's your, most people talk about career, but whatever right. you want to, um, I know you do CrossFit, which is crazy yeah. intense. So I actually recently, um, switched from CrossFit to Olympic weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. So I just did my first meet. What's the difference? Um, so Olympic weightlifting is just two barbell lifts. Um, so I do a clean and jerk and a snatch and it's just an individual thing. So you train in weightlifting for weeks where our next one is like a 21 week cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the, at the end you go to a meet and you get on the platform and you get three chances to like lift a bar. Okay. So yeah. I'm picturing like that show where the dudes like pull the cars and stuff. Oh God, no, not strong man. <laughs> strong man. <laughs> but you just like pick it up. Yeah. Essentially it's, I'll have to show you videos. But yeah, I mean, you basically put as much weight on a bar as you can and get it over your head. That's it's the crazy. easiest way to explain it. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. So why did you switch? Um, so I tend to do this where I like find something I like and then two years later I find a new thing to love and two years later I find yeah, a new thing it. to love. Yeah. yeah, I'm over it. All constantly changing what I'm doing. Um, but for me, I still love CrossFit. I still love the sport of CrossFit, but the endurance part of it just I never seemed to be keep up where yeah. I found that like barbell movements and getting stronger was what I loved and like what I could do all the time and never get bored of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do for work? I work in IT. Ah. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to cut this, but I work with Jess. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I work with, I work at a flooring company and I am like, I don't, my title isn't manager, but I'm the only in-house IT person. Okay. So I manage all the servers, all the computers, printers, phones. Interesting. Way yeah. over my head. Yeah. It was way over my head, honestly, until I started doing it. So what brought you to that? Just like this is an um, opening? and Yeah, like... so I sold phones for a long time. Okay. I worked at T-Mobile for four years. I worked at AT&T for a year. And technology kind of was like always one of those things that, come, that came like supernatural to me. Yeah. Um, and then I left AT&T and I worked at a high school for two years in special ed. Oh, as, that's As a awesome. teaching assistant. That was like my passion. Definitely my passion. But there's absolutely no money in it. Right. And I wasn't trying to get a degree in it. Right. So um, I had a friend who worked at the flooring company and there was like a random job being created in IT because the woman who was doing it didn't have the time to do it anymore. So they basically created my job. And awesome. I slid in. There it's I a am. good field to be in. I, when I was at the foreclosure company, our IT person... <clears throat> Raji, she was the shit. I love other girls who work in IT. She was awesome, and yeah. she like ran everything. And I don't know if she was technically considered IT, but <laughs> she did like most of that. I feel like IT is like kind of giving me a higher title than I probably should have. Well, that's why I say yeah. it's good to be in because yeah. like you can take that and run with it in so many ways. Um, 
But I was always so jealous of her job. I was like, I wish you could fucking do your job. Because I probably <clears throat> could, but, yeah. you know, she did it. So it's a lot of learning like, on the spot. Mm-hmm. Because, like, shit's constantly happening. And it's you changing. Fi- constantly. Um, like, I think, like, six months after I got there, we had, like, a... We got like 50 new printers and then just this year I got 25 new computers and you just have these like huge projects and then all right. of a sudden like nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's like, it's like the up and down of the job. But overall, I love it. That's good. Mm-hmm. So what makes you tick? What bugs you out? What Ooh. gives you anxiety? I feel like this is the main reason I'm here. It's funny because <laughs> I just texted a friend and said that my therapist would be like super happy that I'm doing this um, because like a big thing for me is uh, certainty in my life and this is something that I'm not certain of what the outcome would be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, before I get here, I was like, oh my God, like, should I fucking do this? Should I just tell her I can't do it? I don't know what to do. Should I'm glad I, you made should it. Should I text my therapist? I'm glad you made it. <laughs> yeah, so her big thing was like me always trying to do something uncertain. Like, how do you do that in your life? Yeah. How do you make uncertainty in your day-to-day life? It's impossible because you're, for me, my life is super, I do the same shit every day. Yeah. So this is something that like, push yourself out of that. Out of your kind of comfort zone. Yeah. So uncertainty is a huge one for me. Um, like I have a pretty scheduled day Monday through Friday to reduce my overall anxiety. Yeah. Specifically just so I don't lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them. And then my second one is like loss in general, or I guess it's also with being uncertain is like I have two main people in my life who are my mom and John. Mm-hmm. I'm like getting emotional. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> like I How does that to, make you feel? How does that make you feel? <laughs> oh my God. Anytime I talk about this, I get emotional. <sighs> You're making me emotional. I can't help it. Are you like an empath? Yes. Okay. Real bad. Really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, like my main thing is my, my mom and John are like huge. Um, how long have you and John been together? <clears throat> About six years. Oh, wow. Yeah, a long time. Which, by the way, it's so fucking crazy to me. that It's like the camp fucking family. Yeah. Almost. I can't It's weird how, it. like, throughout life, like, even though, like, I felt like I didn't know anybody from camp, like, when we were there. Yeah. We had, we must have had so much in common to do such a weird fucking right. thing that, like, now later in life, we're like, oh, all these people are pretty with, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking weird yeah, to me. I agree. It's it's cool, though. I really it like it. Because I wasn't even really friends with Melissa in high school. We became friends later in life. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was associated, you guys, at camp, even though you didn't know. Because she, did she do arts and crafts? She did later, I think, later. after you. Mm-hmm. But we became friends after I graduated. So, like, a year after I graduated, we became friends. Which is now, like, 15 years ago or 13 right. years it's ago. So, so it's So, we've been friends for a long time, but we weren't really friends then, which, yeah, I always think that's weird, too. And me and Mel now, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I guess I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Cause that's a thing I do. That's why I ask you for everything. Oh, missed a whole anxiety trigger. (laughs) (laughs) This this is me at therapy being like, hold on, I need to read you all the notes I took this week. (laughs) Because that's what I do. One time I hung out with Mel and had notes to hang out and talk about the things I wanted to talk about. Oh my God, you're so cute. (laughs) I had a list of hanging out with Mel and it was like five bullet points I wanted to make sure we Must touch on while I'm here. (laughs) Um, But my uh, need to feel significant. In, like, people's lives. So, like, my mom and John are the significant people in my life. Mm-hmm. So, if anything was to ever happen, like, 
that drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but my need to feel significant, like day to day, which is also part of my certainty. Like mm-hmm. I need to be at work. I need to be at the gym. I need to get home and make dinner because that is me being productive and being significant in people's lives. That's so interesting because I feel a similar um, anxiety, but it's less about. I guess overall, it probably leads back to feeling significant in somebody's mm-hmm. life. But it's more of like, do have I completed a task to make myself feel purpose? But I think it's right. like that, but more self-centered. Like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely... Well, it's <clears throat> like a mountain goat. You're always like, yeah. you know, trying to climb or... Which is something I want to talk to you about because I feel, I've been hating myself recently. <laughs> <laughs> about, like, the fact that I... Um, I always... In high school, I felt like I never fit into a friend group, which is cool. Like, I'm always, like, the extra in other people's friend groups. And I still feel this way, but I think it's just amplified as we get older and you meet more and more people Mm -hmm. through avenues other than school. And I feel like I've been, like, um, I'm always, like, the third wheel. I'm always, like, which is fine, but I think it's my fault because I do tend to ditch people when I'm not like a fair weather friend, but like if you're not doing something as fun or as interesting or as Instagram worthy or as whatever important in my eyes as, you know, the next Tom, Dick or Harry, I'm going to hang out with Tom, Dick or Harry because they have something that will benefit me more. And I, I've realized it recently and it makes me feel like shit because I, I, I do at the same time feel like I'm trying to retain those relationships still. I'm just, I can't give all my time. You know, I don't know. You're chasing, you're almost like you're just trying to chase that next, like, oh, what's going to be the best thing? Yes. What's going to be the next best thing? And I'm yeah. still loyal. Like, I definitely think, like, the whole Leo rising thing is very much, like, apl- oh. applicable to me there. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm very yeah. loyal to mm-hmm. these people, but... Like, I'm not completely... Well, there's only a few right. friends that I've, like, really ended things with, and I think it's because they were toxic types of friendships, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Balance. I'm always trying to achieve a balance, and I don't feel like it's possible because I am friends with so many. And then I'm like, are we really friends, or are we just acquaintances that like to party together, or, yeah. you know? Well, Leo's tend to be, like, very egocentric, too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, and I'm a Sag moon, so I am oh, the bitch. most... <laughs> self-centered bitch in the entire I think my mom is a Capricorn so I I don't know I she's that's very similar to her she's like she has a lot of friends but they're all like you know like we hang out sometimes or no one's like her very best like I've never had like I've I've called people best friends and I have people that like my girls that I can set like I'm going out with the Suarez sisters tonight we're gonna go do fucking I don't know if you know Laura she's closer to your age but we're gonna go do um a salsa lesson. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like <laughs> so forward, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm so nervous because I'm not a dancer. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, me I'm coming look here so to talk. Like, <laughs> I don't talk to people. <laughs> I literally was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't even like to talk. I'm super glad that you yeah. came um, because I think you'll you have a a different perspective than a lot of my guests. Um, but yeah, I just feel like everybody is my best friend. Like, all of these friends, I'm like, yeah, they're one of my best friends. And I have people that I consider, like, 
like the Suarez sisters, like mm-hmm. they're like sisters to me or like right. my friends, Bethany and Briley, like they're my childhood friends. I consider like sisters, especially cause I don't have sisters. Yeah. Same. So I, I don't have like, sisters either. Yeah. yeah. Do you have brothers? Yeah. I have two little brothers. How old are, do I not know these brothers? So we actually moved after I graduated high school. So my brothers both went to Pensbury. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it off yeah. air. <laughs> I know a lot yeah. of people from Pensbury. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me. <laughs> so, like, I constantly worry about... So, significance is one of it. Yeah, certainty is another part of it. But, like, certainty and significance is, like, I always constantly worry about, like... For instance, one time my mom was in the sh- fucking shower. Mm-hmm. And I called her 30 times. Holy shit. And called both of my brothers wondering where my mother was. I was tripping the fuck out because I think she's going to vanish off the face of the earth and I don't I don't know why but that's like I literally went my reason for going to therapy was like I need help to not think my mom's gonna vanish can you guys help me (laughs) and it's that's intense yeah that's been something that I've struggled with since high school was like she's my fucking right arm and if she goes somewhere I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah and I'm starting to like accidentally feel that way about John now yeah. Like it's now I'm spending most of my time with him. So now my uncertainty and significance anxiety is becoming more about him. Right. Um, so that's. Does that help you at all? Because it's not all on one person. It's not all on one. Now it's, it's on two. two. <laughs> it's helped. My, I think it's helped my relationship with my mom a lot. I don't feel like I'm constantly like needing her and I'm able to enjoy her. How does your mom take that? <sighs> so mom had me really young. Like, really young. I was wondering how old your mom Yeah, so she's 51. She'll be 52. Our parents are about the same age. Right, so she... Well, she had me when she was 20. Pregnant in 19, had me at 20. Okay. Um, no dad in the picture. So it's just always been, like, her and I until my brothers were born. And we're, like, so close that it's scary. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, all my anxiety is based around my mother. Because, like... What the fuck else do I have? Which isn't real. That's not real. I have plenty of things. Why do I think that? That's so interesting. Because yeah. me and my dad, are, my dad will be 50 this June. He's mm. Gemini. So I love my Geminis. Ooh. I have Gemini fucking issues. Like, I <laughs> am obsessed with Geminis. Really? It's terrible. That's rare. A lot of people have a very hard time dealing with Geminis. I do, but I, I love them. I understand them. Like, I'm cra- like any crush I have, I'm like... All right, they gotta be a Gemini <laughs> or a fucking Sagittarius. Really? On the ba- on off the bat, after I get to know them, I fucking hate the Sagittarius. <laughs> My brother's a Sagittarius, and I'm like, I love you, but I can't fucking stand you. I don't really get along with Sagittarius. I don't actually. I have one in my life. Yeah. Same with Aquarius. I didn't have any Aquarius friends my entire life until the gym, and I've met a few who I get along with. I'm currently 22 is an Aquarius. I don't know if you listened to that episode. The kid that I'm like crushing on. They're freaks, I by the way. I don't wrap my head around them. <laughs> my former roommate was an, is an Aquarius, and um, they're just so cool that I can't stand them. Yeah, they're literally the freaks of the zodiac, which is fucking cool. I thought so- Scorpios were. No, Aquariuses are like no one gets it. Like they're just so. I always want to say they're like aloof, like they really don't care. Yeah, yeah. I get an aloof vibe from mm-hmm. this kid. Um, but yeah, so my dad and I are super close, especially, so here's my mom rundown. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad got together when my dad was 21, my mom was 23. And they got pregnant with me. Mm-hmm. My mom coming from like a re- very religious upbringing. My mom too. Christian? 
very Catholic, Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. Yeah. My dad is Catholic, but they're, like, Irish Catholic, so, like, a little bit looser, more, like, I love to, they're, like, fucking snobs. It's called the Claire Hot family, like, the snobbery (laughs) family, like, um, stuck up. Gotcha. Very much like a... Snooty. Yeah, yeah. but we do shit behind closed doors that nobody knows about. Oh, wow. So, yeah, my mother's family is very much like that. Yeah, Yeah. like, they'll, like, talk shit about shit that they're doing, but they're hiding from people. Yep. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Um, But I think my mom felt the pressure to get married because she was pregnant. It was 92, you know. My mom got walked down the aisle with me in her belly. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah. Very, lots and lots of pressure back then. Um, they were together. I have two younger brothers. They were together until I was in college. My mom reconnected with her ex-fiance from prior to all of my dad and me and etc. cetera um, on LinkedIn this is another problem I have with the internet. Oh I have a lot God. of anxiety about cheating in the internet. Wow. Like, whatever. I don't even know if that's anxiety. I think it's more just like... Trauma? Yeah. 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 Um, then she cheated on my dad with him. Got caught. My dad, like, I don't know, tried to make it work. We had this whole Disney trip planned. We went on to Disney for two weeks while they were like, yeah. We cut the trip short. We drove, too. It was fucking nuts. On the way home, um, everybody except my brother who was driving the car was getting drunk in the car (laughs) because we were all just like, this is the end. Like, this is the last time we're ever going to be together as a family. That's tough. Yeah, we all kind of, like, cursed my mom out. She slapped me in the face. And took the car and, like, ran off. And my mom hadn't worked since my little brother was, like, a baby. So we kind of were all just, like, that's not your car. That's dad's car. Dad paid. You know what I mean? It was kind of, like, a very much, like, a a us against her kind of thing. And then me and my middle brother were at college at the time when all the shit went down. So my poor little brother was, like, in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so she left and... Um, there was a lot of like weird stuff about her moving back in and my dad going to stay with his sister so she could try to like rekindle the relationship with her kids. And we were like, no, because we work all the time and we don't want you bringing this dude to our fucking house. Like it was just very weird. Um, and then she ended up getting married like a month after I'd, so the divorce happened really quick, right. and then um, she ended up getting remarried like a, a week or month something, within a month after I graduated from college, which really kind of like pissed me off because I like was like... your time? Yeah, no, and yeah. I was like, a fir- the first kid, uh, they didn't graduate from college, so I was like, this is like a big fucking deal, yeah, I'm a first absolutely. generation college student, and like she did come to the graduation and everything, but it just felt like her head was all in that <clears> ball game, so... From there, um, I met her, Tara's husband. She's Virgo, so they're like okay. a good yeah. mash together. But um, and like I don't hate him or anything. Right. Like it is what it is. But um, I just feel very much like second to her new life, and I feel like she wants everything. Which Virgo perfectionist? She just wants it all to come together, like how it was. Except instead of my dad, it's 
her husband. And I'm like, this is just not how reality works. Yeah, no, it's not how it works. So I worked for her. She owns a candle company. I worked for her for free for basically building my portfolio. So I was paid in that way. And they did pay for the first year of my website, which was cool. But, like, definitely not enough compensation for all the shit that I was doing. And I just got to a point where I was like, I'm drowning in debt. I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, I don't know what's going on in my life. And all you can do is just, like, talk to me about yourself. I'm not doing this anymore. So we didn't talk for, like, four months. I sent her this awful email. And I was like, basically, like, hey, um, if you want to go to therapy together, that's the only way I'm going to make this relationship work. So she finally was like, hey, are you still interested in therapy? And I'm like, yes. Like, (laughs) it's the only thing I'm interested in. So we've been going, and it's good. Um, I think we've realized that we're just vastly different personalities, and I am def- I definitely, f- because we were best friends prior to all I was going to say, like, how was your relationship before? We were very close, but then I've realized, I think, a lot of things that, um, I don't ever know how to phrase this, and I try to phrase it to her, but it seems to just hurt her so much. But um, my dad is, like, one of the most generous people I know okay. like he, that side of the family like they talk shit and they're mean and judgmental but like if you need help they're fucking bending <clears throat> over backwards to help right. you like when it comes to her it's kind of like do you deserve it in my eyes and I just don't like her her mentality about those things and I get it because of the whole Christian Republican upper middle class upbringing thing yeah so like I I have empathy for it but yeah yeah I have a hard time relating to that myself so yeah I I definitely yeah so that's what that's basically it um we're we're working through it I think she's maybe realizing that like I process things different because her thing is like get over it and I'm like okay I'm I'm over it but I'm not I can't be like it still happened right like forgive and forget is a thing but like I cannot forget I'm never gonna forget and I feel like a lot of like the way it all went down was probably pretty traumatic that's the so it's gonna take a really long time to work through and it sucks too well because two parts of it like I always lauded my parents relationship as like fucking awesome because a lot of people's parents were divorced when we were like middle school-ish you know going through that so I was like okay true love does still exist my dad's parents were together until they passed my grandparents are still together on my mom's side and my parents are still together so I have hope and then this all happened and I got in a relationship and got cheated on and I'm like double trying which is something therapy I was like I know that I'm blaming a lot of my hatred for like all of that situation with myself for you guys but anywho that's my therapy. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. How long have you been in therapy? About a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I recently did have to pull back on therapy because we moved. So I was like, eh. Um, right. But, <clears throat> yeah, between therapy and Lexapro, <laughs> um, it, it, was a, it was a really good year. Um, yeah, I guess you want me to talk about medical marijuana? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell um, me about this. So I feel like a lot of people don't realize, like, it's pretty fucking easy to get, first of all. Um, but. That's my 2020 priority, by the way. You got to take the steps. So when you, like, you can go to your primary physician and be like, hey, I have anxiety or I have depression. Um and get help like immediately. You don't have to go to a psychologist. You okay. Don't, you don't. You can just go to your regular doctor. So that's what I did. Um, like 
how long ago now? I was probably on Lexapro for like three years about. And it was literally just, it got to the point where I was like, I can't function anymore. I need something. Is Lexapro anti-anxiety <clears throat> or intended So it's SSRI. I think it's, it's like, um, like, if you go on the website, it says depression. I don't necessarily struggle with depression. I just struggle with anxiety. Um, so I was on Lexapro for my anxiety. Okay. Um, it was working great. Uh, and then I had to up it. And then I started therapy. So they want you to do like, okay, let's try like every step. So when you go to the doctor, they're like, okay, so we see you've been on Lexapro for a few years. It's working okay. Have you been to therapy? And you have to go to therapy before you get medical marijuana. Okay. So that was the next step. They're like, okay, we see you've been in therapy and you want medical marijuana. They were like, okay, let's do it. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they, Did you smoke before? or? Um, so I was not like a regular smoker, but I had. Like I had in the past. And okay. I didn't want to be given like Xanax or a value. I didn't want to go that route. Okay. But there are days where like you, even if you're on medication, even if you're in therapy, like you break down on the floor and cry. Right. So that's what I wanted it for. And I mostly use it to sleep. Yeah. To get a really good night's sleep. It's awesome. I like I, can't recommend it enough. I definitely, um, <clears throat> I cut back a lot because I... Pff, a couple of years ago, um, I was, like, taking dabs all day, every yeah. day. Like, I functioned high, like, my whole life. and um, My little brother's like that. Uh, I think everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people need to go through that phase yeah. just to, like, I don't know, realize that, like, there is, um, I don't know. When you when you hit a certain point, some people I still have family members that are like fucked up all the oh, time. Oh yeah, there's so like, there's some like adults that are like fifties and sixties. Yeah. Like they are high all day long. Yeah, yeah. I would be asleep. Yeah, and now I'm at that point yeah. where like because I do this job where I have to like constantly meet new clients and I'm like on the go. Like right. I can't be doing it. And also, um, I eat so fucking yeah. much. So like I don't want to. But there are days that I genuinely am just like, I'm going to fucking, fr like, I'm shaking. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, this is probably a panic attack, but I can't really tell. Like, I'm freaking right, the right. fuck out where I'd be like, you know, if I had a gummy right now, yeah. that would really fucking help me out. But that's what I want it for is not for, like, the smoke bullshit because so, I don't really want to <clears> smoke. So that's the thing is uh, that's what I wanted to, but they don't have that yet. No? So medical marijuana is... Do you, you actually, go over here, by the way? No, so I live in Delco. Yeah. So I go to Down one there. in Delco. Yeah. Okay. Um, but my thing was, like, oh, I could go, like, get a bag of candy and take a gummy before I go to bed each night and, like, it'll be cool. Right. But it is, like, medicine. Like, when you go into a dispensary, they, like take your patient card, they take your driver's license, you go in and you see a pharmacist. Okay. And you either can get, like, you can get, like, dabs or they call it, like, crackle. Right, um, right. Like, like shatter. Shatter, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you can get, like, the cartridges, flour, or the edibles are actually just pills. Oh. Yeah. That would be That's yeah. cool. Because it has to be... I guess because it is medical, they don't want to have, like, treats. Like, right. Make it, like, and when you get it, they actually, like, print and put a prescription on it and, like, put it in a little bag and you, like, walk out with your medication. That's, that's, so I've been to <clears throat> a couple dispensaries. I was in L.A. a couple <clears throat> years ago and I went to, I could only get into one there because they had passed it, but it wasn't, like, pushed through until 2020. So there was, okay. like, I was there in, like, November. So there was one that would, like, 
let you in without a state ID. And then I had my friend go into another one for me, which was like super posh. It had like vines on the whole outside. Oh my God, it they're covered. It was so cute. It's beautiful. The one I go to is fucking beautiful. Even the one over here. That's why I was curious. Is it, are you the so Liberty? Cute. I know there's one in Nishamani called Liberty. There's one literally right by where the Rita's is. Oh, okay. Here. Yeah, I didn't realize there was one there. There's Beyond Hello. And then there's another like Nature Docs, which I think like sets you up to work in the industry. Oh, right. So that's my other thing. You can actually, so I got my medical card from my primary care physician, like my regular doctor. I called them and was like, hey, can I get my medical records? And they were like, why? And I was like, because I want my medical records? Like, I don't want to say it. Yeah. And they were like, well, no, what do you need them for? And I was like, I want to like look into medical marijuana. And they were like, oh, we do that here. I was like, fucking sick. Make me an appointment now. Yeah. So you go in for your like initial appointment. You talk to your doctor and then you go for your, you have to go for two appointments. You go for one to like kind of feel it out because they want to make sure you're like actually serious about right, it. Right. And you're not just a stoner. You're actually like, I have anxiety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, you've actually been on medication for years and have gone to therapy and like you're suffering. So right. let's get you medication. Um, and then you see another doctor who is the doctor who like actually prescribes you with your crazy ass medical card have you seen one of the medical no they're so aggressive yes well when my friend my friend in LA not the one I went to visit but I have another friend out there when he first went he got one and it was literally like a piece of paper folded up like it wasn't like a card you have to pay for these every year to keep your subscription I I looked it up actually which fine please I'll pay for it patience oh my god (laughs) it literally looks like it's your your smile it's my it's your driver's license that was in the summer I got my driver's license done. Oh, it's your drive. It looks yeah. like a driver's license. So it goes through the Pennsylvania like Department of Health and they take your driver's license photo and send that to you in the mail. This is crazy. Yeah. That's it's like so, so cool. legit, right? Yeah. Yo, 2020, I'm doing <clears throat> you, it's it's really worth it. It's it's really helpful to like come home and know like if you have a bad day or if you're having a bad day, yeah. you can make yourself feel better. Yeah. It's really like that's all I use it for. It's like if I'm having a fucking bad day, I don't have to have a bad night. Like right. I can come home and feel better. My friend that did it, um, in my other, my former roommate when he was in LA, he literally called like a hotline. Now things were definitely like way more ahead at this point <clears throat> over oh, there. Yeah. Um, but he called somebody and they were like, yeah, so what, what are you experiencing? And he's like, well, I definitely have anxiety. He's like, um, I'm already self-medicating and I would just like to legitimize what I'm doing. And they were like, okay, fine, Mm -hmm. sure. Send us this information and we'll get it over to you. And like he was, so I think that um, 2020 is definitely going to be prioritized therapy for individual therapy for myself. So might as well just make it the next Step. Because my thought process is, if I get caught driving with pot in my car, because mm-hmm. I don't smoke and drive anymore. That used to be like a really bad thing for me to a do. A lot in of like people college. do that, and I feel like I would be scared. I'm always scared. Yeah. I'm so scared all the time. So I feel like I would shit my pants. Yeah. When I was high and driving. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I used to keep a lot of pot <clears throat> in my car, yeah. and now if I but like, it's not uncommon either. Like no. people who smoke a lot usually smoke in their cars. Right. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I always think now, like, if I have it in my purse, I'm like, fuck, 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 I gotta put this in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Like, it would, ju- that would just really be the purpose of it. But I really did try to reel back in because, I don't know, then it, it, it fucking affects you more. Like, you're, because yeah. for a while, like, it was taking a lot for me to get high. And yes, that's, yeah, your tolerance goes up. The other yeah. cool thing is 
So like, I don't necessarily have a high tolerance because I don't smoke all the time. You go on, like you can go on a menu, <clears throat> I'm sorry, like on the websites and there's menus for the day with mm. like the THC and CBD levels and like all the different strains and they still have all the street names. So you're like a little bit more familiar yeah, with it. That's how the one I went, <clears throat> I went to this awesome place in San Francisco. So I went with my mom and her husband, I think this time last year and they flew in separate, so right. I got there first. So I'm, like, walking around the Castro, which is, like, I don't know if you've ever been to no. San Francisco, but it's, like, homeless capital of oh, the shit. city. It was, yeah, like, no. really rough. Like, people were screaming at me, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't know where I am. Yeah, I'm no. East Coast bitch. I don't understand this life. <laughs> and I finally found this dispensary, and they had a smoke lounge. Oh. And you could, like, you know, you give them your ID, and you're, like, you know, hit me with a bong or like rolling papers and that's a, crazy. It was so cool, dude. You couldn't have your phone out at all. Like that was the the hmm. one thing. Otherwise, that's I would have been like Instagramming the fuck yeah. out of it. I've been to like in Seattle. We were like in dispensaries and like you could get whatever, but it was still like take this home and like yeah, do not leave. do it. Yeah, right. Like, well, when I went to Jamaica, we went to one that had a smoke lounge. We didn't stay yeah. and hang out because I I I don't think I. <clears throat> I don't know why my friend bought stuff and he was like cool with it, but I was just like, I've never even heard of that anything. actually. That's like really, yeah, it's cool. It, I think that that's the way everything's going to be depending on this fucking political climate. Who fucking knows? But I've put too much energy into the last one. I'm spent. Dude, my friend talks to me all the time. She's so pro Bernie, which I mean, like who isn't pro Bernie? <clears throat> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a millennial. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're I, uh, informed and, in debt, you're probably pro Bernie. Yeah, I like put on last election. I did like a voter registration drive for Bernie. Mm. I like canvassed in University City. I was like fully in, like on the ground, and then you just get the wind sucked out from like under your sails, and you're. It's like so hard after mm-hmm. putting so much in. You're just like, oh, like what the fuck is the point? That, and that's what I said to my friend. I love her to death, but she's like upset. She she's a Sagittarius. I think she has an obsessive personality, okay. and I don't mean it in like any sort of like negative or judgmental way. But she like if if there's a topic on her mind, that is the topic on her mind. So politics has been the topic on her mind recently. Excuse me, and I'm just like, girl, I was you. Before the last election, when the whole fucking shit went down and the so DNC hard. did not go with the popular vote, and well, I have no, I can't bother with it. Right, that's exactly it. how I feel. I feel like it's just like, let's just get through the next four years. Yeah, like, I'm like, I just need to get through it. And I will speak out for all of the the social rights and human yeah. rights, but I can't be bothered with I would work myself up into a tizzy and like I for my own like self-preservation I can't do that Mm -hmm. again this year I can't I agree but it's hard because of the internet you're like you're constantly like everything's coming at you and you're like I just want to fucking fight all these people yeah that's how I feel at least yeah (laughs) yeah I try to um I try to educate, but... And then who am I? <clears throat> who the fuck am I to educate? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the... Right. Exactly. That's how, I, that's how I feel. Like, you can say all you want. You can be the most educated and knowledgeable, knowledgeable person about a subject. But if they don't want to listen, they're not right. going to listen. Right. So then you are wasting your energy mm-hmm. on people who don't give a fuck anyway. Exactly. So it's a lot of fun. That's how I feel about <laughs> veganism a lot of the time, too. That's why I don't say anything half the time. That's... Uh, yeah. I get it. 
my um, mom went out with my, so my, my grandma um, is like super, she tries so hard to get the family together, which like, it, it's a very weird family dynamic. My mom is adopted. Oh. Her brother was adopted. He committed suicide a few years ago. Yeah. And, um, which I think is a trend, like kids that are adopted and like mental illness and, but anywho, um, so she tries to get every time my uncle, it's my grandma's brother. So my great uncle, he lives in Maine. He's a pastor. He comes down with his wife. They go to this conference in Virginia. I guess it's some sort of evangelical. Oh, okay. Some religious thing. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's way beyond my (laughs) cares, I guess. So I went over. I had dinner with them. And I was, like, super psyched that it was cold enough to wear a sweater. Because I'm like, I don't have to tell you why my tattoos are what they are. Like, this is great. Story of my life. (laughs) It's the fucking worst. Um, And... They all got together to go to, um, they went to Applebee's, which I was like, I would really love to go to Applebee's, but like, that's just, it's all too much. So it's my mom's brother's wife and two adopted daughters. Okay. Minus the brother, obviously. Yeah. So my aunt, her two kids. Um, so my aunt is on this vegan kick. Cool. But it's a kick. Like she is not... In it for the right reasons. I think it's more like health reasons, which is still fine. I knew you were going to say that because I'm... <sighs> but that's fine. Yeah, it is fine. That's You're right. Fine. It's fine. But like, it's not like she's unhealthy. Because my my uncle that's the pastor, he actually did a vegan diet because he has a bunch of heart issues. He yes. had open heart surgery. Yeah. And he's now not doing it. He, right. I mean, he eats very little meat, but it's not like... That wasn't the reason for him. You know, he had to right. do it because he... But she's definitely doing it, and she's imposing this diet upon her 10- and 9-year-old children, Okay, which I don't fucking support, because they go to school, public school. So how does that work? She's packing a lunch for them. So I've thought about that a lot, because obviously I... I plan on raising... I plan on raising vegetarian children. Right. Because I... Like I said, I'm not. I don't ever plan on cooking meat in my home. They'll eat vegan at home. What about fish? No like, fish. No fish. Okay. I hit it. Fuck. Um, yeah. So no, no meat in the house. Um, but I want them to be able to make decisions by themselves in the world. So like, you fucking have pizza parties at school. Right. Eat the pizza. You're right. a kid. You there's birthday cake. I don't want my child to like miss out on birthday cake at school because right. of. M- what I think is right or what I believe. And if they want to, if they decide like, yeah, maybe I want to be like, you know, mom one day. Right. Then that's their decision. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think like that's the best idea. I don't, for me, so you're starting them on that. You know what I mean? You don't from have kids the yet. Jump. So you're yeah. doing it from yeah. the jump. These kids have had fucking chicken nuggets. Right. And it's now all that's... of a sudden, no, no chicken nuggets, no fucking milk. Like you right. are taking away a huge portion of their diet. And I, another thing is like, if you're new to veganism at first, you're a mess. Yeah. It's really hard to get your diet together. Like I gained like 20 pounds when I really? was vegan. Yeah. Because I was eating fucking peanut butter and jelly and Lay's potato chips. Yeah. But at that, by the time I have kids, I would hope I will have like, you know. 
I'm three years vegan now by then, you know, six or seven years. Right. And I would know what I was doing. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, vegan for health, like to me, that's not a real thing because it's not really healthy. You can be healthy and just eat a limited amount of meat. Right. You can be healthy. You can just be healthy. Or just not eat meat and still <clears throat> eat other, yeah, you, can, you know, like eggs or <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can just be a healthy person, mm-hmm. but veganism for health, I feel like is, um, sets unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for people mm-hmm. because you can, like I said, I gained weight when I went vegan. Right. It's, it's a whole new diet. It's a whole new way of life. You have to learn. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to make sure you're like, I, I'm an athlete. So I track my macros. Like I learned so much being a vegan athlete on like how to properly fuel my body. Right. Yeah. Which I don't think like a normal person is going to is, do that. Right. And she's a fucking hairdresser. So yeah, she's, <laughs> like, she's in like, like, probably like, eating salads and like right. oatmeal, which is fine. Like a lot of people live like that, but it's not necessarily any more healthy than you were eating before. And my biggest thing is to each his own, yeah. do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But my mom was getting so fucking furious because she was like shoving it down her throat. And that's when I was like, yeah, that's <clears throat> not cool because like... How hypocritical of you to, you're the one who introduced my family to kielbasa and now (laughs) she's, because my aunt's from Poland. She's actually a very interesting woman. Like I can't, I can't wrap my head around her whole life, but, um, yeah, my mom was very annoyed by that. And I was like, respect women. I'm glad I wasn't there because I would have shot it all the fuck. Yeah. I mean, I guess like I'm probably one of the fewer vegans who is not like. I mean, I, I want everybody to be fucking vegan, obviously. It's very 50-50, yeah. and I think it's based upon <clears throat> how you live your life. And you but seem yeah. to be a very, like, live and let live type person. Yeah, like, I want, I want people to be healthy, but I don't want them to, like I said, set unrealistic expectations on veganism to be the answer to health. Right. I don't believe that that's true. I think that you can be healthy eating whatever you want, but do I want you to not eat meat? Fuck yeah, yeah. don't eat meat. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I actually had that conversation with a friend earlier about that um, documentary. What's it called? I don't know. It just came out, and everybody's going plant based because of it. Let me see. I have. She sent it to me. Oh, um, Game Changers. So it's about I'm assuming plant based athletes. So she sent it to me, and I was like, I don't watch anything like that because like I'm vegan already. What do I need to know? Right. Um, <laughs> I know it all. Yeah. I'm like, what are they gonna tell me? <laughs> like, yeah, I fucking get it. I'm a vegan athlete too. I know. Right. But I sometimes think that that's a lot of propaganda. Like it is biased, plant based propaganda. Like, yeah, I want you to go vegan, but I want you to do more research and just watching a documentary on Netflix. Make sure True. it's right for your family. True. Make sure it's right for your like economic status like where you are because I know that it can be pretentious for people to be like oh I bought this seven dollar mac and cheese like that's not realistic for everyone right but like I said reduce consumption everybody can do that yeah that's my biggest thing yeah so um you weren't gonna talk about veganism (laughs) yes I can can go on forever about it though Fuck. I don't want to be the fucking vegan on the podcast. You're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> but, like, I am. Like, I... It's okay. Like, I am fucking vegan, and I am on a podcast. You're a legit-ass hipster. You I got am. a medical marijuana card. I, oh You're my, a vegan. I don't even think of that. Like, I'm like, oh, this is for real. I don't know anything to talk about. This is literally everybody that... I'm like, please come on the podcast, and they're like, 
I'm not, same with reds. I was like, bitch. She's like, she's what? Wild what should bitch. I? I know. She's like, what should I be on for? Being a petty ass hoe? And was she was like, literally yes. like, I can't censor myself. I was like, she'll, I was like, she'll do it for you. Don't worry. Just go on. There's no reason to censor yourself. It makes me feel better to have um, ratchet ass. Yeah, that's the best way to describe her. She's because I say some shit and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I love Melissa, but she's crazy. She is, but she's my great. favorite. We reconnected because we were out one night. Um, I went out with Michelle Suarez, mm-hmm. and we ran into her at, um, what's that place called? It's the place we talked about on the episode one. The um, High Tides. Oh, okay. And closing, she was there. I think, oh, actually. thank God. Yeah. Oh, I've been, I've been a mess there before. At a work Christmas party. Oh my god, that's yeah. a good place to have a Christmas party. That's though. where my work used to have open. their Christmas party. Yeah, they need new ownership. They're closing. We're not even having our party though this year. So that's so crazy. It had something closing. to do with like the noise level because it's literally in oh, a I've neighborhood. Read about that. Yeah, it's in a like neighborhood, and I'm pretty sure a lot of those houses like on their water are a little more expensive. Probably because yeah. they all have docks and right, stuff. right, and boats and, and shit like that. Um, yeah, anyway, we ran into each other, and then we ended up going to the roadhouse. Oh! <laughs> it was oh, so hard Because that's, like, li- my house is, like, literally across the street behind oh, okay. the firehouse over there. So I was like, yeah, I could go to the roadhouse, because then I'm, like, two minutes, not even, uh, like, Anybody 30 seconds can go to the roadhouse. Oh, my God. That was a night. That's my early 20s in a nutshell. Melissa yeah. bartending at the Roadhouse. That was like one of the two times I've ever been there. The other time was like right before my parents got divorced when I just turned 21 and um, I dropped a shot glass and my parents were like, leave. Oh my <laughs> they like, it's like ushered me out. Of- it's one of the better things that's happened there. <laughs> place is a fucking shithole. Oh, it was great. Oh. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we get um, on to... Is there nothing else really going on? No. Accidentally talked about veganism for a long time. No, I appreciate it because I am always trying to like. I hope I didn't sound like pompous or like a pretentious. No, vegan I asshole. I don't think you do at all. Yeah, I think you have a, a very good like motivation behind it. Well, are you like a super animal lover? Is that your motivation, no. or is it just like I actually being... like am not an animal lover at all. I mean, I like my cats. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the treatment of animals is okay. No. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. Um, I think I'd rather have a cow in my house than a dog, because I'm. Huh. Yeah. That's how I. I mean, like, I'm. I I'm never sorry went I into brought this. you to the dog house. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't think it's cool. Like, I honestly don't even know how it started. I was like. That's culture. I'm gonna get into that. I watch a lot of fucking YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And I stumbled into like. <clears throat> vegan YouTube. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. I get it. And then it just like learning more and more. Just vegan subreddit. And I was like, all right, I'm all in. One day I just never ate any meat, dairy, or eggs again. Hmm. That's how I am though. Like I said, I was like, I do something. I'm like, this is it. So aside, um, do, I had vegan cheese one time because my friend Hannah, she was, she was, she dips in and out of it. Um, and I really have never asked her her reason behind it, but I don't think that it's um, either, like, I don't think she's a super animal person. Yeah. Like, she likes animals. She has cats. 
Um, but I don't think she's like super. And I don't think that it was like necessarily all health based either. No, I'm, I'm curious as to what yeah. her reason is. But she had, we went camping and she brought vegan cheese. So we had like vegan girl cheese. And I was like, this is fucking foul. Mm-hmm. I cannot do it. So when people go vegan or like are trying to reduce overall, mm-hmm. they're like, recommended cheese. And I'm like, no. Don't eat vegan cheese until you've been vegan for like a year. It's terrible. Because it's not that, well, I try to just, it's not the same. Vegan cheese and dairy cheese are two completely different things. And until you've kind of like lost your taste yeah. for regular cheese, okay, you won't be able to appreciate vegan cheese. Yeah. I definitely yeah. did not appreciate it. I didn't either for a long time. And I still like don't care too much for it. I'll have it every once in a while, but throw some guacamole on it. Adds the fat, kind of. Mm. that same flavor. Avocado is the best fucking... Yeah. Fat, fat and vegan mayo. Vegan mayo? Yeah. So what is that? Vinegar? Because what's... <laughs> That's a thing people ask me all the time. What is in vegan Mayo's food? And eggs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is in it. I just eat You're it. You just eat yeah. it. Yeah. It's I read like it. All sort- it's all beans. It's like a lot of it is wheat gluten. Um... Which is like a lot. Most of the vegan proteins are made of like Boca burgers and stuff like that. But okay. people are like, what is that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. so have you tried the Impossible Whopper? I love it. It's the one of the worst things that's ever happened to me, and I'm gonna gain a bunch of weight because of it. Well, yeah, because I thought <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like half the calories, and because oh, no. I'm a calorie counter, that's like right. my main. Yeah. Um. So no, that's which is good. I'm glad you're not like a. I only eat grapefruits or something like yeah. that. No, yeah. Calories are real science. Good job. I count my calories um, and I like to eat not processed. So I did the virgin okay. diet one time where you eliminate like, what, it's like peanuts, corn, processed grains. Oh, so kind of like paleo a little bit? Like isn't paleo Ish. kind of like that? Yeah. Like, like eat things that you could kind of eat like raw. And then you like reintroduce stuff into your diet. So yeah, the first two weeks is like, um, all smoothies and it's all raw stuff. And I, so I only did that part of it once. And then I, so I do like, um, I don't do this all the time, but when I'm on this, when I like need to fit into a dress for a wedding kind of thing, I'm like, all right, we got two weeks, honey. So like rice wraps instead of like Mm. a regular, like tortilla wrap. Um, and then you reintroduce stuff. And I reintroduced, I think like rolls, because mm-hmm. I don't really like like white bread or anything, oh, I love but bread, bread gonna... is terrible for me. Like, oh it, okay, it like definitely triggers inflammation in my neck and shoulders. So do you think you like maybe struggle with like celiac gluten? Maybe a little bit yeah. because I also have like IBS issues. Okay, so, so I yeah, think that, that could go is hand all in tied hand. in as I sit here and drink alcohol, which is <laughs> fucking terrible <laughs> for my. Stomach, I would be but... so fucked if I couldn't eat gluten, like a huge part of my diet. Yeah, so I don't think that I could do straight veganism vegetarian would be the best a pescatarian would probably be the best option yeah. for me but again i love my chicken like i said it's moderation moderation it really is it, like yeah. i was actually just because melissa dabbles with vegetarianism she doesn't buy me but she'll still have like chicken when she's out and stuff and right like, that's huge to like not purchase and keep those things in your home because you're already you're just going to eat a little bit less of it right which is going to reduce your carbon footprint right automatically so honestly, if I didn't live at home where 50% of the food yeah, in the yeah, fridge yeah. was me, I think I would that probably makes a, not. That's huge too. Like I, you can't like shame people for stuff like that. Like right. I said, like you can't, I don't know what's in people's bank accounts. I can't tell them to go buy 
a $10 Beyond Burger. Right. Like, I can't afford that. Why am I expecting them to be able to afford right. that? Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Intersectional veganism. Hey, out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk culture. Okay. I just got the Handmaid's Tale books in the mail yesterday. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I'm I didn't realize there was stoked. a second one. Yeah. Is that new? So I don't... I. I, for the longest time, didn't watch that show, and I don't know why, because it's amazing. The Handmaid's Tale so is good. amazing. How do you feel about the close-up? Um, <laughs> like, every every <laughs> 10 seconds of her face. <laughs> and <laughs> my friend Ames is like, oh my god, I hate her fucking face. <clears throat> I just, I mean, I've gone through a roller coaster with June in general. Like, I know. loving her and hating her. Um but I'm like, I like already can't wait for season four. I'm so excited. But that's like, I, I like binged it and now I'm like, season four needs to happen yeah. right now. So that's why I'm reading the books. I'm really excited for those two. So I read the book on recommendation from my friend Hannah before I knew the show was coming out. Oh, okay. So I probably read it like a year before the show sure. came out. And they did the first season very well. Right. I think it's pretty accurate to the book. To the book. Um, there's a couple of... Th- like, the flashbacks are kind of different because mm-hmm. obviously it was written in, like, the 80s or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, so It's an older book. Yeah. So there's, like, you know, more details that might have not been in the book. So that's kind of why... Oh, details in the In the show? show? Because, okay. like, they have, like, the credit cards being shut down. Like, I don't think they go into specifics like that in the book. I think that it's alluded to, but it's the book is very well written in that you can kind of put it in whatever time period you want it to gotcha. be in. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm only, like, a few chapters in, but I feel like a lot of it is, like, you're really just, like, listening to her thoughts the whole time, mm-hmm. which I think is neat. I think that's pretty a cool way to write a book. Yeah. Because you can't really communicate with anyone. Exactly. That's the whole thing. But I feel like if I didn't watch the show, I would be, like, a little bit lost. It was hard to follow for the first, like, half of the book. And then after that, you're like, oh, because I think they do a couple flashbacks. And you're like, whoa, okay. I'm excited. Yeah. But the second book, you'll have to tell me. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm so... Well, the first one's pretty small. I feel like I'll get through it really pretty quick. Yeah, it was a quick read. But I think that's newer. It is. Yeah, Atwood is newer. I want to say within the past few years it's come out. Which is really cool that she continued that because when they leave the book, I won't spoil it for you, but you're like, oh my God, I want to know what happened. It's like very much in the future. And you're like, what happened in that whole period of Apparently like- the, the second book is supposed to be like post Gilead or like towards the end okay. of it falling, I'm assuming. Which is what I really want to. Right. So I'm trying to, let's get through this first book. I'm How many seasons are they going to do of it? I don't know. I know it was um, approved for to the, for the fourth season, for the so. next one. but they're they someone told me they're like by the fourth season they like work are going to be ran out of the second book and then it's like going to turn into Game of Thrones. Shit. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan. I am not. Oh, <laughs> so I, you didn't get that reference. <laughs> so I am the OG fucking hipster nonconformist. And oh, me I, with Harry Potter. Yes, <laughs> I am you with Harry Potter. I can't. Yeah. I will do it in like four years. I mean, I was I late on Thrones. I caught up like about three or four seasons, and then I was all in. I know it's like, great. I, everything. I just think it's going to be super consuming. It is. And I don't want to be on that trend train while it's, everybody's still on it. I want everybody to be over it. I feel like everybody's... Like, yes! That last season made everybody like very much over it. Everybody was pissed. Yeah, you're going to be pissed too. Did you watch Lost? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I watched Lost. Did you watch it like on Netflix or while originally it was on? when it was on? Okay. I remember being at camp <laughs> when the fucking season <laughs> finale aired, and I was so upset. Mm. It was, it was also like, when, like, Clay Aiken and Robin... Oh, stop. Stop yourself right now because my best friend, Jaren, yes. made sure she called her mom on that payphone outside of the cabin to find out who won American Idol that year. I, I will never forget that. Being at the Arts and Crafts cabin, basically crying and being like... I will. I was never into American Idol, but I remember being like, Jaren, why are you calling your mom to find out who It was a big, that was like yeah, season it was, two. It was huge. I yep. mean, I was never into it, but. I just loved Clay Aiken, and yeah, turns out he's a lovable he's, guy. He's a flaming homosexual. <laughs> That's a lovable Clay Aiken. Um, but yeah, I watched Lost then, and I think that's about when I fell off. I think it was like about oh, okay. season four, the whole smoke monster thing. Got, and then, it got to the point where I was just watching it and having no idea what was going yeah. on. Yeah. I finished it. My ex was super obsessed with it, so a couple, few, whatever, like three years ago maybe, um, she would watch it, and I'd be like, oh, I remember this. Like, I know this right. character, but like, I couldn't get invested in it because I was like, this gets stupid and I yeah, don't understand what's going on. And it's like one of those shows where every episode's a cliffhanger. So when you're binging it, you literally can't. You're like, oh, I can just watch another one. Oh, yeah. it's five o'clock in the morning and I have work in an hour. Cool. I did that. <laughs> Still watching yeah. a lot. Me and my, me and my, well, was my roommate the following year, watched, like we would just go to work and be like, how much did you sleep last night? And be like, two hours. I was watching fucking Lost. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. So that, that happened for a while. Okay, so do you watch Shameless? No, I did. I, I did watch Shameless. I was, like, caught up until, like, two years ago, I want to say, and then I stopped watching it. So this is the first season without Fiona. Okay. I just watched this first episode, and um, I think Emmy Rossum was the only reason I really watched. Yeah? She's a hot fucking mess. I don't know. Kevin V are great. Yeah. Like, I like their whole dynamic, but Debbie's, like, a new Fiona. It's very weird. Mm. Um... There's also this show, and I forget if it's Showtime or Stars, but I think it's Showtime. I, it's called Back to Life. Okay. And it's about this woman who went to prison at 18 for a murder. Oh, I feel like I would already love it. It is great. It's comedy. It's British. Okay. And um, she, so she gets out of prison. She's back in her parents' house. She obviously doesn't have a cell phone or, like, any fucking... Yeah. It, it's anything because it happened in, like, 2000. So, like, she missed all of this yeah. time. And everybody thinks she's, like, this crazy murderer. But it was, like, an accidental type situation. Gotcha. I don't want to spoil it too right. much. That's a fucking great show. I just binged it. It's, oh. like, half-hour episodes. There's, like, six out to date. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, we just got Disney Plus. Yeah, but I didn't even know we so had. So I want to talk about Disney Plus <laughs> with you because I, I dog sit for a woman, well, a couple, and um, every time I'm dog sitting for them, they're going to Disney World. They're I've ha- never been. Really? Yeah, I've never oh, been. Oh, you have to go. It's I, I, we've talked about planning a trip a few times. It's just never like moved forward. So it's really yeah. fun. Go without kids because oh, yeah. then you can do all the fun. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, like next time I'm dog sitting for them next week actually. And they're going on a Disney cruise. They're like 
crazy obsessed with it. She has like her ears and her like I don't know if it's a fast pass. That or... magic band. Yes. Thing. Yeah. They're all hanging on the wall from every one of their trips. Holy. They got married in Disney World. Oh, that's, that's next level. Yes. Yeah. And that's when I so I think when I started dog saying for them, I'm like, I'm not for the dogs, you have to leave Disney Junior on the TV when you leave. Oh. They're like very Disney people. And I think at that point I was like, oh I'm not a Disney <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I've never been to... Well, that's... A, so, the Disney Plus thing, John, I go, maybe we should get it. And he's like, oh, I already got it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't... He's like, I thought I told you. I got it as soon as it came well, out. I found out, because a lot of my friends have it, that it has all the... um like the superhero shit. What is, yeah. is it? Marvel? Marvel stuff. I mm-hmm. think it's Marvel stuff. I hope I don't sound like an idiot. Um, but he's really... So, like, it has, like, every episode ever of The Simpsons. Oh. Um, so, that... He, that's pretty much why he got it. And there's that Star Wars, like, Mandalorian show that's on it. Big Star Wars fan. Okay. Um, but there's... What I thought was cool is the whole Disney vault is on there. So, like, every VHS Disney movie that you had growing up yeah. was, like, on there. And they only ever, like, released those every once in a while, I feel like. Right. So, I thought that was... That alone was, like, kind of cool to, like, be able to, like, sit on a Saturday night and watch, like, whatever Disney movie you want. So somebody posted this status that it was like a stupid idea. Not that it was a stupid idea, but like maybe wasn't the best move because the thing that made Disney movies like so alluring was mm. their like unattainability because you couldn't just yeah, click I, them. I on. think yeah, I kind of agree with that too. It was pretty cool to be like, holy shit, Cinderella's coming yeah, out! I gotta get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also like I when I think of I think of those like big plastic VHS. Yeah, and like I'm just gonna go buy like a little DVD. Like it's not as special. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool though. I'm glad my friends have it. I won't get it. I have enough streaming services where I'm like I'll watch it with other people. Because we were at I was at my friend Ames's the other night and we were watching Lizzie McGuire and I was like this is really cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's 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 nice to have. It is a little bit overwhelming though. I like sat there and looked at it the other day and I was like I can't even find anything to watch. Okay, back to Holiday Baking Championship. Yeah. And I'm super pissed that they posted such a cop-out of an episode, because I watch it on Hulu. So do I. I watch it on Hulu, too. Yeah, and I'm like, episode three is a compilation of these past fucking see. I don't want to watch this. Have you ever watched the spring ones, the spring baking championships? I don't think so. No. I recently I just watched one, and one of the people that was on it is following me on Instagram. Oh, my God. (laughs) So his name is Ricardo, and he has, like, a curly mustache. Why did he follow you? Because I followed him. And he just followed me back. I told him, I was like, Ricardo's following me. I love these yeah. little celebrity wins. Like, yeah. people like I thought that was so cool. That is so yeah. cool. Because I, w- I wanted him to win. I thought he was the best. So I followed him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just finished, I finally finished Abby Jacobson's book. Okay. It is called, I Might Regret This. It's, um, do you know who Abby Jacobson is? I don't. Is? Do you watch Broad City? No. Oh, you need to watch Broad City. It's on Hulu. Oh, and hey, I just finished Handmaid's Tale. We're fully ready for another series, so. It's so good. It was um, originally Comedy Central. Okay. Um, Amy Poehler produced it. Oh, so it's going to be so good. It's so good. Two Chicks, New York City. Um, oh, okay. I think I know what you're you talking about. Do. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like meme, a lot of memes of them and shit. Uh, but she wrote a book. She dated... Carrie Brownstein. I don't know if you know who that is. She did uh, Portlandia with Fred Okay, I know Portlandia. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they, I guess they broke, I don't really know the, how they broke up. I guess Carrie left her or something. I don't know. It seems to be like there was like a weird argument or something. Mm-hmm. She like alludes to little things. But it's about, she goes on this road trip post-breakup. And then in every city she writes chapters. She has like lots of drawings. It goes oh, really quick. That's cool. Yeah. Very good book. Um, it left me feeling like inspired yet sad in a way. Like in that good like, huh. Everybody goes through shit in their own time, and, like, just because you have a lot of shit going on doesn't mean, like, your world isn't stopping. Like, it right. made me feel very, I don't know, comforted, yet scared. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, holy shit, just because you're on a TV show and you have money doesn't mean that, like, yes. things aren't fucked up. Yes. yes. That is very true. I loved it. I tried to, so that's funny that you said that because that's like another thing for me with therapy is that I always was like, why don't, like for me, why don't I have a house? Like everybody else has a house. Mm -hmm. Why don't I have kids? Everybody else has kids. Why aren't we married? Everybody else is married. But like in reality, like my life is fucking fine. Right. Like I'm in a very happy relationship. We have our own place. Like you're healthy. I'm healthy. I love spending time with the gym. So like I don't need to have kids right now. Right. But like you think like, oh wow, they have everything. Everything is cool. But like. It's the they, comparison is they, the thief of, thief of joy it's thing. It's really crazy. Even though you can be as happy and as content as can be, there is always things around you trying to tell you that you're not. Well, that's the big Instagram debacle is like yeah. you're constantly comparing yourself to people and it, it's crazy. I always, because I'm so like mountain climber, yeah. <laughs> mountain goat, I'm always like, these people post shit unoriginal content and have thousands more followers than I do. I'm like, what the f- And I'm like, I should be grateful for the 760 followers that I have. Like, I'm grateful that I'm able to have a platform, that I'm able to, like, do a podcast, even if only 40 people are listening to it. But like, still, that's 40 people that, like, someone else would probably be like, damn, I wish I could get more than, like, five people exactly. to my podcast. Exactly. It's crazy. At least you aren't one of those people who is like super up their own ass and thinks they're a huge influencer when they are not. They are. <laughs> Thank the... you for telling me that because I think some people think that I am that no, way. No, they are the bane of my existence. People who have like 100 followers and are like posting model photo shoots. I'm like, hon, it's okay that you're not an influencer. <laughs> We can, some of us can be normal people. That's okay too. Well, did you hear yeah. while we're on the culture topic? Um, that Instagram is supposed to be like beta testing, getting rid of likes. So that, I don't know if I love that though. No, it's stupid. What's it's the such, point then? Literally what? what, it feels like, I don't give a fuck. It feels good when people like your stuff. Right. That's fine. It's just being right. like, hey, I like your hair. Right. Like that feels good. Exactly. No matter what. There's I a, agree. There's a reason we put ourselves out there for, and it's not so much for validation. It's just as like a little boost. It's like someone saying like, you're cute. I'm like, oh, thanks. You too. Well, and for me, like from my aspect of it, it's not so much like to get, um, compliments yeah but more so to like hey here's this really cool thing I did like because I've seen so many people's profiles where they're like you know I don't know at a different spot locally and I'm like oh my god that's a thing and then I'm trying it so for me it's like a networking platform where like I'm seeing that you're trying this new restaurant or you're at this awesome hiking spot Mm -hmm. and like now I know about it so thank you for sharing that information or like so, oh, you sing? Do you want to collaborate? Do you like you play drums? Like I'm looking. So yeah. there's so many. There's so different... much network. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. I don't like to leave the house, so I'm never thinking that stuff. 
I'm like, <laughs> oh I'm like, where did you buy that? Yeah. Can I get it online? Because yeah. <laughs> I Does don't. Amazon yeah. Can I go to Target by myself and get that? <laughs> Can you go to Target and not buy the whole store? Dude, actually, I'm super good at. So, oh, Target is where I go when I'm having a bad day. And so, before medical marijuana, Target was like a huge anxiety medication it was i would be having a terrible fucking day and be like john i need to go walk around target for an hour and you you wouldn't buy anything sometimes i don't have any money to buy anything yeah oh it's hard for me the other day i went for um i got these epsom salts that are like lavender oh my god my skin is so soft from it Mm. i think it's almond oil it's like dr teals or whatever okay Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. My I went in for, like, shit. a bath bomb or something, mm-hmm. and then I found that, and then I was, like, looking at, like, you know that front little corner they have with, like, the fun gift Yes. Type? And I'm like, oh, my God, should I start buying Christmas presents? Yes, I'm like, you should. I know right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> rightly, these will not go to the intended mm-hmm. recipient, and they will be nope. in my room, so no, I can't do it yet. Like... I love it. Black Friday is my favorite holiday. That's such a Taurus thing to say. Oh, I want to get rid of Black Friday, but that's fine. It that's is fine it that is. you want to get rid of it. I fucking love it. I, I get it. I get it. So the uh, that's another thing is like I don't like Thanksgiving. Obviously, for obvious reasons, there's a dead bird on the table. Yeah. So I go shopping. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I love shop. I mean, like I said, it's like a. It's a bad coping mechanism, but it's a coping mechanism. No, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not excessive. Like, you're shopping at Target, not at, like, fucking, I don't know, Nordstrom's or something. I don't something know how people insane. do that. I, like, look at a price tag, and I'm like, I don't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so expensive. I can't even look at this. This is so expensive. I get it. Yeah. I, I can, I feel similarly with certain things, but there's other times where I'm like, you know what? I haven't done shit for myself. When I had a full-time job, mm-hmm. I would go every two weeks and get a gel manicure. Love that. Now I'm like, I can't fucking. It's all self-care. Whatever right. you determine. It really, it, it is. I mean, I spent a lot of money having a gym. Like, my gym membership is yeah. expensive. And when John and I were thinking of moving, I was, like, talking to my therapist about it. And I was like, I, like, don't know if I can afford it. And she was like, no, that's you're the only thing you can afford. She's mm-hmm. like, you can't stop going. So I guess, like... You just spend money in different ways. Right. But, yeah, that was, like, my big... Because it's fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to... I do, um, like, freelance-ish decorating. Oh, that's with, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, with this... Uh, one of my good friends works... She's a florist, and she works for... Um, this badass, I have to give a, a shout out, a shout out to Katie Mack. She is the shit. <laughs> she, um, owns this floral shop. She owns her own, like, sort of landscaping-ish, oh, okay. like, landscape decorating company, but we went down to Nova. We do their Christmas decorating, so. That's awesome. And she, like, brings together the best people, so. That's, like, such a dream. It's like, so Like, that cool. sounds so cool. It's, dude, she busts her ass, and I am sure she's not, like, rolling in the dough or anything. Yeah, like, but you're doing what you love. Yeah, she, she's a fucking kick-ass bitch, but she, um, one of her friends came to decorate this year, which she didn't do last year, so I didn't meet her. We missed each other by a year. Um, but she's a vegetarian. Oh, cool. I think she's pescatarian, but um, she really doesn't. I mean, she'll eat fish if it's provided, right. but she doesn't go out yeah. of her way, I think. And she was talking about Thanksgiving and how it's kind of like, eh. So, like, like well. It's just a glorified dinner, to right. be completely honest. Like, it's just a, 
dinner. You can have dinner any night of the week if you want. Invite your family over. This is a good. This is a good three-way. Yeah. What, what do yeah. they call it? a nice transition to the last culture thing I wanted yeah. to talk about? So you have Hulu. Yes. Do you like scary shit? Not really. Um, it's weird. As I've gotten older, I like like it less and less. I almost weird. walked out of it. Like really? The first one. Yeah. I I haven't seen the new one. I'm so excited. John's sister went into labor after like the day after seeing it. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Because I wouldn't go. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not going. Like, I almost walked out of the first one, which is so weird because I used to not care. I used to be like totally into it. But hmm. as I get older, it's like, I can't do it anymore. I'm getting old. I'm the oldest person on the podcast. <laughs> it's hap- It's happening. I find as I get older, the scary shit is less and less scary. <sighs> I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, <laughs> I on, wish I liked it, but I don't. Hulu, they have this awesome series, and it's a it's a very interesting concept because it's they're movies. They come out monthly, but I think they consider it like like a television show type series, okay. which is kind of weird. But so every month they do like sort of like a holiday base. So like September was like back to school. October oh, is like okay. Halloween. Um, and are they like long? Or are they like an it's hour a and a half? It's a movie. It's like a two hour and a half, two hour movie. Um, so the most recent one is called Pilgrim, which is super fucking it's so cool. So it's this, um, I don't want to spoil it, but it's this family who um, the dad was obviously married prior to his current marriage because okay. the daughter is like a mixed girl, like she's black. And then he's a white guy. And then, um, he got remarried, so she has, like, a white little brother. So okay. it's, like, daughter-son with the, like, age difference. She's in, like, her teens. Um, and she hates her stepmom. Of course. And, yeah. And her stepmom <laughs> is doing this whole pilgrim experiment, like, experience where she's having, like, an authentic Thanksgiving. Pilgrims fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That is all you need to know about the movie. But it's fucking awesome. Like, how... I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Wait, so every movie is like a horror movie? Yeah. Okay. I mean. But they're not like, they're not like. like, Psych horror, like gory horror. It's kind of different. I think they're all Bloomhouse Productions, which um, is a horror genre. But like, I don't know if some of them, like there's this one, the, the Valentine's Day one is like. I think it's called the elevator, mm-hmm. but it's like two people stuck in an elevator the mm-hmm. whole time, and that okay. one's like very gory. But that's like psychological thrillery. I feel like this Valentine's Day like horror is always gory. Like, you know, yeah, the, heart, the blood, the, all the gory shit. That's like yeah, that makes sense. I get it. They have another one. The last because I they think they started it last October, and this um this the the first Thanksgiving one was about like a father daughter. And the mom died or something. Mm-hmm. And it, that one's kind of like psychological. They all have like weird twists. But have you ever seen the movie It Follows? Also yeah. hard. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I started watching it and I had to stop. That was scary. Netflix? Where was it? I think that came out like in theaters. <sighs> it's see. probably on Netflix. I feel, like, I feel like I did watch it. But you know how it's done in like a very artsy type way mm-hmm. I feel like the pilgrim one is done very like there's a lot of weird shots and angles where you're like what is going on like are they tripping like are they on Ooh, drugs weird. like yeah interesting but hmm. pilgrims scary yeah, yeah so it's scary right. Thanksgiving. Scary. check it out sorry for being the old vegan on the <laughs> podcast that was not my intention 
I really did not You're come not here to talk about it at all. Fuck. I hate You're that. You're not even that old. That's why it's funny. We're getting up there. We, but we are. It's crazy because you're probably one of, well, Michelle's like a longer known guest, but you're probably one of the, because I definitely met you before Mel. Yeah. So I've known you since like well, fourth I was, grade. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth I was grade. at camp forever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like my longest known guest. Oldest, longest known. Crazy. Been, been around for a long time. Been around the block a few times. talking like a fucking witch. Like it never <laughs> die. Not. You no. um, had a lot of awesome shit to share, so cool. thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't cry. I almost, on for no reason, started crying. <laughs> like when I go to the doctors and I just start fucking crying. I'm glad you didn't cry yeah, either because no. I probably would have been like, "What did I do?" It's oh, terrible. It's like, just stop. Turn it off. Okay. <laughs> tell tell them goodbye. This has been nice and long. Bye. Perfect. Bye, bitches. Have a blessed Wednesday.